Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Raw Daddy Hour, brought to you by yours truly, Raw Daddy, the Black Hippie. This is your grandma's favorite podcast, and I am joined today with two very special guests. To my left, my immediate left, we have Miss Vicky. To my far left, once again, the Black God, Drip King, Shad himself. <laughs> Vicky, the audience has not yet seen you, so I'm going to let you introduce yourself, kind of tell the people a little bit about you. Okay, my name is Vicky. Um, I am a designer, photographer. Uh, I'll just say creative. Nah, she do every. All. She do everything. <laughs> every, don't let her fool y'all. She do everything. Not everything. <laughs> Some things. She builds houses. <laughs> she does it all. Only on the weekends. Oh, see, well, we gotta have side hustles too. We got a juicy one, guys. Today, a juicy one. We couldn't even. We couldn't even wait for the cameras to start rolling to get talking about this. <laughs> We're talking about cancel culture. And before we get into the semantics, before we get into the specifics of who we feel should be canceled, you know, who is not, let's start with, is cancel culture as a culture effective? Is it toxic? How do we feel about it? Vicki, I'm gonna start with you. Um, I say overall as it stands now, I believe it's ineffective. Um, but within the, I guess you could say, the definition of what it is, it can be effective if everyone is on the same accord. But as it stands now in this atmosphere, I don't think it's effective at all. I think it's trash. I think it's trash. I think, I think people don't critically think. I think the one, I'm, I'm, I, I gotta be, I'm not with you on the one accord thing because I, I feel like, I feel like a lot of people are sheep and someone puts something out there and then they follow without, without number one, even listening to or reading what the person said, gaining context from it. Like, and that to me, like it's, like you said, it's toxic. Like I feel like people need to think for themselves, like think for yourself, listen to what the person's saying. Tweets, again, that's, <laughs> I don't feel, I feel like, I feel like a lot of people don't need social media. <laughs> a lot of people don't need social media. That's real. <laughs> um, but, you know, I feel like sometimes like things are taken out of proportion or looked at in a context where a person didn't really mean it in that, in that way or they meant something else. And then it, all it takes is one high level person to put this thing out about, about this person and then all their minions and followers are like following behind them and it turns into it turns into a big thing it can be useful but i honestly feel for the most part like i said it's trash to me i'm kind of in between you guys uh i do believe it has potential However, I don't necessarily believe in people's potential to actualize the potential of cancel culture. <laughs> so I, I'll be real. I don't believe that even 50% of people can get on the same page. Mm -hmm. I don't think people nope. want to think and dig deeper. Nope. It's a lot easier to nope. just read a headline or to, you know, click a poll or to, you know, sign a petition or to, oh, so my cousin said... Shad's bad, so Shad's bad. We all just gonna hop on that one. And you get 100 million people to do that, it's gonna be real difficult for an individual to be like, nah, I'm gonna go my own way, Yo. right? No one's really challenging the narrative, and I think that's where cancel culture is extremely toxic. 
you yeah. know, we've gotten into the let's dig up something somebody said 20 years ago. Yeah, that's true. There has to be some merit in who you truly are. Exactly. There has like if, if y'all want to dig so deep into people's lives, right? When we talk about celebrities, the public census pretty much is they don't get to have their own life. You signed up for this. People say that all the time. Yeah. So like I was just talking about with Kanye, and we'll get into Kanye later. Oh boy. You can't just only <laughs> listen to 3% of what someone says. Yeah. If you're not going to pay attention to me 100% of the time, don't just chime in when everybody's trying to stomp me out. Yeah. And right? I, and I actually have an addendum to that. Okay. So like what you're saying, it's trash because there are people who are sheep and they just jump on the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Um, it also doesn't give people a chance to grow. Because let's nah. say the Mm-mm. person does say something that's incorrect, mm-hmm. right? You have to give them an opportunity to correct themselves or see a different perspective or whatever it's about. But you can't just automatically cancel them because then as people, we're not allowed to make mistakes. Yo. So it's just, it's, I feel like it's a myriad of issues with the cancel culture. It's, yeah, like, and Brent, you made a good point. It's like, like, I can't stand seeing this on social media. Someone posts something, and it's like a video or something, something long, long form that you actually have to sit and listen to. And you go in the comments and you see, oh, I'm not, I'm not listening to that. Someone give me the, the Spark Notes. Oh, what? I didn't see that. <laughs> Are you serious? So you're gonna you're gonna judge someone, and you didn't even take the time to listen to. You're gonna take Susie's perspective on it. <laughs> you're tripping. Like come, like we gotta we gotta do better. Like people, like people, like you, like, like where does that level of laziness come from? Where you can't like if you school, it, like it, yeah, <laughs> true. Yo, it's sad. It's like you like you really you really don't want to. You really can't take the. You're quick to judge someone, but you can't take the time to sit down and actually listen to what someone's saying or read thoroughly yeah. what someone's what someone is saying like nah like you you don't you don't get to cancel somebody right. nah, yeah. not until not until not until you do the do the work no i had a once again going back to this call that i was on the other day there was a gentleman talking about empathy and perspective right something that we once again as a society lack so when i come into a a a conversation or whatever, or if I'm listening to a celebrity talk about something, I'm gonna do my best, my absolute best, I'm not perfect at it, to try and see it from your perspective. So when you're talking about something, I'm gonna, I wanna try to see how you came to that conclusion. Where did you get that from? Because in some instances, it is a little bit justified why they feel how they feel, right? They might've been reacting to something that in that moment, it made perfect sense why they said what they said, but me, only living in my bubble and taking what they said and putting it into my context does not make sense. I cannot judge their comment based on, oh, well, I would have done, I would have said this. Well, in my bubble, on my block, in my corner, that's not how things go. We have to have the ability to look at something that someone has said or read what someone has said. Do your best. I'm not saying that you can always be perfect at this, but do your best at putting yourself in their shoes. If you haven't, like you said, taken the time to really listen to what I'm saying and you're going to judge me based off of the, the rundown, right? We played this game when we were in elementary school where you tell the secret to one person and they, by the time the secret get all the way around, what are you talking about, bro? I said, Sally's wearing red shoes. How did I get gumbo by the time this came back to my ears? So 
people don't, you know, they don't take the time to be like, okay, that doesn't really sound right. That doesn't sound, you know, the, the, this isn't adding up. Let me go ahead and kind of figure out, you know, what this person was trying to portray. And then I can say whether or not I disagree with it. And then supplement it with additional information. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yourself. Yeah, yeah. For sure, so for sure. I guess we can kind of play devil's advocate here. I know we all don't have the most faith in where the cancel culture direction is going, but in a perfect world, how would we fix cancel culture, Vicky? What would you do to kind of, you know, wrangle this thing in? Because right now it's like a, it's like a bull. Um, I feel like, okay, with cancel culture, right, let's say someone says something, since considering the climate we're in right now, racial stuff, let's say someone says, the white person says something racist, right? Or, or, and we want to cancel that person. Um, now, I think that ideally with how cancel culture should work is they should be given an opportunity to correct themselves. You know, I talked with a friend and understood that what I said was racially insensitive and I understand why now I shouldn't say these things anymore, right? So you give the person a chance to correct themselves. If they're like Trump <laughs> and just like, no, you know, just, yeah. you know, that you need to be canceled. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. so, that's how I feel about it. So, um, and in canceling, it's really, of course, there's going to be sheep with the canceling um, that they're not going to do their own footwork in understanding what's going on. Um, but if there is a person like that that does need some sort of repercussions, then it needs to happen, whether it's with our money or, you know, whatever it is. Um, but it would take people, there would take, there would take some solidarity. There would need to be some sort of solidarity in order for that to happen, for that person to feel the ramifications of whatever it is they said or did. Let's, let's use a real world example. Are you familiar with the Drew Brees situation? I was yes. just, yep. Yep. just yep. thinking that. Okay, so, so we'll use that, right? So Drew Brees came out and he was asked about the kneeling during <laughs> the flag. And he said that, you know, he, he doesn't support it because he doesn't support anything that disrespects the flag. He later, you know, talked to his teammates or whatever, came back, apologized, you know, acknowledged that he was coming from a place of privilege in his bubble, yes. right? He was uh, commenting based on being in his bubble <laughs> and he retracted his statement. Um, Drew Brees has a pretty good body of work um, yeah. for community work in New Orleans. He's um, embraced the community post Katrina, like he's done a lot of things, right? There was a sentiment amongst people to cancel Drew Brees after his initial statements, and then even after his apology and after his growth period, there was a sentiment that why would we accept his apology? You know, why would we allow him to grow, so to speak? He should have already known he's in a locker room full of black people all the time. So he tried, you know, he, he attempted to do it, you know, let's call it the Vicky way. Right. He attempted to go back, learn from his mistakes, be educated, like Shad said in, a, in an earlier podcast, be enlightened. But people still wanted to cancel him. How do you, Shad, we'll start with you since you were going to bring this up. How do you feel about that situation? Do you feel cancel culture got it right or do you feel like this is a prime example of why, no. you know, this is this well, is, is he canceled now no. still? I is mean, to some people, I feel like he's still can't. But like, it's like in the process, it's kind of like when Trump was getting impeached, like we got to go through the, we got to go through the courts. Like, Vicky kind of, both of you guys kind of alluded to it. 
you got to give people an opportunity to to grow. Like, okay, like, okay, he's a football player. Yes, he's in a, a locker room full of African American people. That don't mean he having those kind of racial conversations with them. He made he made he made a comment that was racially insensitive. There are people, most of them who were his teammates, who I felt, yes, they were angry, and yes, they, hell yeah, they had a right to be angry, but they had compassion and wanted to have conversation with him to, to enlighten him and make him understand, bro, like you looking at this the wrong way, like. And if it were me and I was one of his teammates, again, looking at the stuff that he's done throughout the, through the community, like, so y'all saying one comment that negates all that other stuff that he's done? I, me personally, and I know there's a lot of people who, once you cross that line, it ain't no coming back. But dude, like, we are all human. We all think crazy stuff. We all say crazy stuff sometimes. But that's like, I feel like, Okay, yes, if you show your ass enough, okay, yeah. <laughs> Bruh, close the door, you can't come inside. But, uh, like, for people, like, we gotta allow people to make mistakes and grow. Like, if, some, if someone makes a mistake, says something wrong, does something wrong, and we're able to show compassion and, and inform them and, let, and tr like, help them understand what the mistake is. If they continue to make the same mistake, okay, cool. Like, yeah, okay, you cancel. But like Drew Brees, come on, man. Are you serious? I like when I when I when that when that story came up, I was just like, this is crazy. Like, I understand the the outrage, but dude's done so much in that in that community for one comment to kind of tarnish everything that he's done. Like I, I just wasn't, I wasn't with it. I wasn't feeling it at all. And, and I, I agree. And that kind of goes back to what you said in the podcast before about teaching children to go through their emotions. There's nothing, like you said, there's nothing wrong with his teammates being upset. Yeah. Because, bro, I read that and we was just, we was just balling a couple months ago and I read that I'm gonna be like yo what what is what's going on dude how do you not understand this you know it, they have a right to be perturbed so to speak right but then what comes after that now we got to have this conversation because like you said you can't just x somebody's body of work you can't just do that they don't do that with actors you have one bad movie and now give me your Oscars back it doesn't work that way right we have to have this conversation now so then after having that conversation, and now you are enlightened, now you do know, now you continue to show your butt, okay, Pat, give, me the, give me the key, you on the other side of the door, right? That's kinda, that's kinda how we have to differentiate that stuff. So do you guys feel like there's ever been a case in cancel culture where we did get it right? Where we went through the processes, where we went through the steps, Vicky, and canceled somebody that deserved it? Um, well, before I touch on that, it, I thought of something while you were talking. Um, just as it's the receiver's responsibility to kind of give that person an opportunity, you know, to correct themselves or whatever it is, I think in the Drew Brees situation, I think people were upset that He's done all this for the community, and he was choosing 
ignorance to believe that mm. kneeling was a protest against the military or whatever. Um, so I think there was frustration with that. Like even, especially now with people talking about it and people are verbally saying, no, this was never a protest. Yeah. It's not a, this yeah. is not an issue of patriotism. You know, so I think it was that kind of like choosing that ignorance on his part. So just as like the receiver can critically think and evaluate things, it was that expectation that he should have done the same too. Oh, oh yeah, um, that's a good you know? most definitely. Mm -hmm. I like that. So, um, but is there ever a time we've gotten it right? I don't think so. Because <laughs> like when you really think like, about it, like, what, like, what, so. like, what is the canceling? Yeah. Like, what, like, like Kanye's been canceled like 87 times. Right. One minute, one minute he's canceled because he spazzed, and then the next minute is like, like the Gap thing, like everyone's praising him because you know he got a ten, oh, he got yeah, the ten the year, gap, yeah. the ten year deal with Gap. It's like, do we ever really cancel? It's like I feel like the cancellation is like in the moment. I, I, I'm trying to think and about. And it's harsher. It's harsher for certain people. This yeah. is this is yeah, facts. That's true. This that's is facts. True. Yeah, that's true. There could be two people that do the same thing. One is canceled. One isn't. Yeah. yeah. So very true. Like Dwayne Wade, Chris Brown. <laughs> They were you said so, wait, like the way what? They were Chris, so, Chris Brown was supposed to be dead in the war. They water. were so mad. <laughs> this isn't even like crazy stuff. They were so mad that Dwayne Wade yeah. dyed his hair. Bro. Or Chris Brown had a whole it the clown <laughs> hairdo. But they were like, oh, so it's cool when Chris Brown does it. Isn't Chris canceled though? Chris, Chris is supposed to be canceled. Chris what? How long ago did that thing? That, 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 if that's the canceled, thing? then I, I will know, gladly I like be I, canceled. I feel like I hear people talking about they're they're active already canceling him more than like any i think other. chris just has a segregated fan base you know what i mean like some people just, I, feel, I feel like that's chris true. is just a hate him or love him yeah he doesn't really true. have like a lukewarm like there aren't people that are just mm -hmm. like oh, that's chris it's like no or it's like yeah he's the <laughs> that's goat true. you know it's kind of like goat or i hate him yeah, yeah. you know so that kind of brings me to this point do we feel like there are unrealistic expectations set on people who are in the public eye, as if they're not able to just be humans. We are putting them in a position where damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you don't speak up enough, where are you? If you speak up too much, you said the wrong stuff. You're canceled this week, you're not canceled. This. So is it kind of like we're just not allowing people to do and go through the same mistakes that we ourselves go through? Because I had this conversation with one of my friends in the car one time where it's like, people were lashing out at celebrities who weren't necessarily speaking up immediately, you know, when let's say black issues come up. I personally believe that it's their duty as someone who has an audience to wait, gather the proper information and speak as close to 100% correctly as they can. You who live on 2287 North Avenue and you have four <laughs> friends, bro, you can blurt out whatever you want to blurt out because no one's listening to you. I don't mean it in like a derogatory way, but nobody's really taking yeah. your word and running with yeah. it, right? But if Drake comes out and reports on something that is completely false, the sheep, the sheep already believe it. Yep. I don't care if it's disproven. They already believe it. So I personally believe that it is in the person, you know, the, the public figure's best interest to take your time when responding to things, to take your time when reporting on things, because you need to be as close to positively correct as you can be, and you need to be very firm within the opinion that you put out there. 
there have been many a times when celebrities have commented on something and had to retract that and make a quick pivot like, oh, I just saw that post up like 30 minutes ago. Where, where'd it go? Well, it was wrong. But the people were pushing them so hard to put something out, put something out, put something out. Where you at? Where you at, Dave Chappelle? Where you at, Cat Williams? Where you at, Chris? Like, why you ain't said nothing? Well, geez, can you let them, you know, get the information first and dissect it? So are we putting people in a position where they just can't be humans like we're allowed to be humans? And is that fair? I personally feel like, and, and this is, I don't know if you guys are, are familiar with the, the J. Cole no-name situation going on right now. So that's a prime example to me. Like, and I have so much respect for J. Cole just because I, he was super transparent in his response. I understand where the lashback where the lashback came from on how people feel like he should have went about a different way in his response, but I think to your point of celebrities being held at this standard because they have such a huge following, like Cole was like point blank saying, "Dude, I like y'all think that I'm this super woke person when." Dude, I'm really not like, like, I, like I'm learning the same way that you guys are, and I'm taking my time. And you know, he was out marching and things like that. You don't, we don't know what his experience is 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 in this whole moment. Seeing the George Floyd thing, marching with those people, we don't know what kind of, what kind of, what the information is doing to him. And until he makes a statement, if he ever chooses to, like, I, I feel like. We had to respect, like that. Uh, yes, they're a celebrity, but they're a person. Like we had to respect that that person. I don't think that him or any other celebrity, again, like Dave Chappelle. Like, wh what is Dave Chappelle saying in the, in, in the special? He was like, "No, nobody cares. Like, yeah, who care cares about, about what I yeah. think in this yeah. moment?" He said ja Rule. <laughs> Yo, who cares what Ja Rule thinks in this situation? I said like, Ja Rule. Like, yeah, Yo. Ja Rule ain't been around for a minute. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> Like the, the the micro the microwave response has to stop. It has to stop. Think about what you're going to say, Brent. You made a made a just a strong point. Like you have a platform, dude. You need to handle this thing with care. Take in the information, process, get your thoughts together, and speak like an educated person on a topic. Like the quick fire response outrage, dude. Not that ain't it, man. That that's 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 not it. And it, and it's and it's a it's a product of like this this generation. Like we're just everything has to be so fast. Like quick, 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 quick. Attention span is so short. So when something happens, we're on Twitter looking for our favorite person. Oh, what they say? What they say? dude? Stop. Get your first of all. Get your own opinions in your mind and thoughts on the, on the, on whatever it is, the situation is. And if your favorite celebrity says something great, if he doesn't, who cares? What, how do you feel? Exactly. So how I kind of want to end this one off is what advice could we give people when they are? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What when advice? they are confronted with these ideas of yo, here comes the wave of let's cancel this individual. You know, here comes the let's cancel Vicky wave and it's coming strong. Like, like <laughs> trust and believe when these waves come, 
Like yeah. there is no holds barred. It's like either y'all cancel this person with me or, or, or you out, right? What advice could we give people in terms of when they see something happening, when they see somebody about to get canceled, even, even in regular social circles, what advice could we give them to maybe be the voice of reason or, you know, to kind of do that research and, and maybe make the decision like, yeah, we do need to cancel this person. Vicky? Um, I would say when you see a piece of news article, whatever it may be, a post, um, that you don't take that as truth automatically, go and actually look it up yourself, at least two other sources, and be like, okay, this is what was said, or if it wasn't, one thing I do is like, okay, if it was a quote from an interview, I need to read what was before that quote and what was after. Yes, so, yes, yes, yes. so just making sure that you're getting all the information from whatever it, it was um, before you come up with your own conclusion. Um, and then from there, um, okay, let's see what the person has said. Are they acknowledging this? Do they seem like they're, um, like they're, they're actually open and listening to what feedback they're getting from people or the response that they're getting? Or I just like, I said what I said, because those I said what I said people, okay, <laughs> then you won't get my dollars. You know, so it's just, you have to really um, evaluate, but I guess that assumes you have the critical thinking skills to do so, but that's another topic. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, get as much information as you can before you come to a conclusion and cancel somebody. That's my response. <laughs> that's your response. That's my response. Hey. She said it just the way I would say it. Well, that's how we're going to end it then, people. <laughs> I would like to thank my brother Shad and my sister Vicky for coming on with me today talking about this cancel culture. We could talk about this for Hours. years, yes, days, months. <laughs> There's a lot of sentiments that we have on this, uh, but this was just a little excerpt that we wanted to give you guys. So thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of the Raw Daddy Hour, brought to you by your boy, Raw Daddy the Black Hippie. We'll catch y'all in the next one. <laughs>